Hey gang, thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of our podcast. Before we jump in, we just wanted to offer a land acknowledgement to honor the earth and the first people of this land that we reside on. So we acknowledge that we reside on the original land of the Cherokee, Chickasaw, Yuchi, and Shawnee people. We honor these indigenous ancestors as the original caretakers of this land. We also honor ancestors of African descent whose forced labor built our city. We give gratitude to the earth elements, the land, the local waters, the air, and the fire for sustaining human life. And we encourage you to visit native-land.ca to deepen your own relationship to the original inhabitants of the land that you reside on. Thanks, and let's jump in. We were talking about blocks, emotional blocks. Seeing life through pain filters. Seeing life through the filter of your block and how when you remove it through forgiveness, through letting things go, through that conscious effort of of releasing and letting more light into your body. Releasing hold on pain. Mm -hmm. Releasing hold on negative, on low low emotions. Mm -hmm. And not letting those low emotional filters taint your expression. Yeah. And then you finally, I, I was ready to hear a little more of this, how, the, how, how, you, how you value the neutrality. Yes. I, I think when you do this, this process of letting go and forgiving and all this stuff, allowing more light into the body and then seeing life through the lens of just the neutral observer, like I'm just witnessing things, you are actually becoming less reactive Cause it's the, it's the emotions, those, those blocked emotions, those held on stored emotions that make you a, re- a reactive human being. Cause the stuff is just stuff that you haven't processed. So you experience life, something triggers you and it's like this old past wound that gets triggered and you start responding to the current moment as if you were in the past reactive. experience. Yeah, you're reacting. But when you're in the, when you're healed and you've let go and you've forgiven and you're in more of that more compassionate state, you can see life just as it is like nothing it's almost like nothing can harm you nothing can taint you nothing can like take you out of your serenity yeah so so as we've been talking this whole time the very hopefully common image to our audience and i know for you too is is the scale of vibration and emotions right on one side you have from i think enlightenment down to shame Mm -hmm. in between are the range of emotions courage fear bliss happiness, joy, um, willing, willingness, neutrality is one of them as well. Mm-hmm. Finding neutrality, you now have elevated above shame, grief, disgust, anger, confusion, mm-hmm. and you can now move up into mm-hmm. acceptance, um, curiosity, um, openness, uh, faith, peace, joy, mm-hmm. whatever, and it's higher as well. Mm-hmm. When you said what you said about having an experience, experiencing it neutrally, but then at some point something may trigger you. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're triggered, you react. Yes. Instead, letting the past things that could trigger you, releasing them, instead respond. Mm-hmm. To react almost means to take the past into the present. Yes. To respond means to take the present into the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Does that make sense? That makes complete sense. If I react, I'm not really letting the present be my guide. Yeah. I'm letting the past mm-hmm. be my guide. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I respond, okay, 
this just happened. Let me respond to that. And I feel like when you're when you're able to respond, it's because maybe you even did get triggered. Like you can be responsive. But then come back to neutral. Yeah, yeah. Realize your trigger. Then be like, okay, I see that this is a past wound. Let me make sure that I am responding from the current moment. Uh-huh. And so, like you said, then I'm able to move more into like the present moment into the future. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you're able to get to the state of neutrality, though, that becomes a much easier process. Because I feel like we're in a time right now where everybody is just completely at PTSD. You know, yeah. like we're all. If you're alive right now, you've been exposed to more trauma than is like. If you're alive right now. Yeah, if it's 2023 and you're alive, you've been exposed to <laughs> more trauma than like that anyone ever would have guessed. So it's, I think we're in this, we're like this type of like, almost like developing the skill set within your body, within your mind. So it's, it's funny that you even use that image imagery because what I'm hearing it may not be good to always remain in the higher vibrations. You may need to come back down to be neutral. Or, I mean, there are people who I feel like do remain in the high vibrations and they just kind of, they, they don't care to be neutral. Like they're just so high. They're in that like bliss, that joy all the time. Or they, it takes a lot of work to get to that place, obviously, but. Well, I, I, I say that because one of my good friends, James, reminded me that life, because life is vibration yeah. and frequency, the, one, one of the base images or graphs of that frequency vibration is a sine wave. Uh-huh. We have the curve up, the middle point, and the curve down. Mm-hmm. The curve up, the middle point, and the curve down. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is a literal reality of how yeah. life, life, for lack of a better word, vibrates. Yeah, right. So even someone who is at that high point, at some point because of how life is, yeah. they're gonna come back down. Yeah, that makes sense. Do they dwell there? Do they live there? Do they stay there? Or do they know that there's a place to go back to? So I agree with that. I think most of us are here to experience like the spectrum of emotions, like the peaks and valleys, like on a mountain and stuff. I think that's the experience most of us have. I'm just saying, I think there are people who are like very committed to like this kind of work mm. who reach a point of like ascension where they stay like in the love frequency or in the joy frequency mm. like that that's they're almost like crystallized mm. you know into those states mm. it's very rare mm. and i think most of us have that more up and down mm. like uh more fluid experience so i guess the goal is to escape the frequency i don't know if that's a goal or not like i I have come to a point where I accept that like life is just like up and down on a spectrum. So, so but, but hang on. So, yeah. so what about the crystallization? To me, that's not my goal. That's not your goal. No, I don't have that goal. At all? Not for this time in my life. No, maybe it'll change. But not for this time in your life. Yeah, not in this season. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, no doubt. Like, like seasonally, no. Mm-hmm. But like, end goal is your end goal crystallization? Is it not? I don't have goals though. Like, I mean, if I get there, then cool. If I don't, cool. You know, like I, I'm not on the path to like be crystallized into joy. <laughs> is that, is that, is that not cool. dope though? That'd be really cool. You know, like if I got there, I'd be like, okay, this is awesome. But I'm not like striving for it. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that may feed into or feed from your, um, your uh, earth connection. Probably. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. I think for me, it's more like I, 
this reality I'm in now of like accepting the highs and lows was something I fought for so much in my life. And so there's a certain kind of peace now about accepting that like, okay, this is just kind of like how humans ride out here. Sure, yeah. I'm with that. Yeah. I am totally with that. Yeah. Once, so, so for instance, I was gonna tell you earlier, earlier on when you came over today, I have been able to tap into the literal and circumstantial energetic shifts in my life. Uh -huh. And how, so in the past two weeks, I've learned, I will, I, I now, in my current process of living, have between two and three days of intense, good, connective, relative, creative work. Wow. Good classes, good conversations, yeah. good meetings of things. And it may be one day, great, two days, great, maybe a third half day, great, or a full day. And then I plummet, mm. or I begin to descend. Because I've used and engaged with this energy for three intense days. And for a while, I was oftentimes confused, upset, discouraged that, okay, I would just find an ego and now I'm down. Yeah. Am I down or am I depleted? And, and, and must I now re-nourish myself mm -hmm. to come back? Mm -hmm. And I have mm -hmm. twice in these past 15 days, worked heavily, been depleted, Rested for a day and a half or two, mm. and returned. That's so interesting. It's marvelous. Well, so, yeah. So you you like that pattern of it being like this intense, like high. Well, I don't know if I like it or not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I see that my life exists like that right now. I see. Okay. I don't know if I would choose that or not. Yeah, because to me it sounds almost too intense. It. it I it would agree. Sounds almost like. If I was like cracked out for too long or something, or like if I took an upper, mm -hmm. I'm just like up for days, mm -hmm. like you know, on like. And granted, the up days are good days. Like, yeah. it's not like a like a like a un, uncomfortably high day. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm 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 actively engaging with life, purposely and fully. And you feel like that energy though supporting it. I do. For like those two to three days. Two three days, wow. and, it's, and it's almost unconscious because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying to myself, okay, yes, I have energy, I'm gonna go do things. Uh -huh. I'm like, okay, let's go do, uh -huh. and I do, and I sit, and I write, I create, I'll connect, I'll whatever I do, very 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 well, and then by day three and a half or four, okay, well, I'm gonna go home now <laughs> for a couple hours. And I'm not going to do anything for a couple for for a, for a day or so. And so, what is your process then of recharging? Restoring. Yeah. I'm still learning that. Yeah. I'm. I, I have learned to just go home, be in my space. That sounds like that was work for you, though. Like the way you said it, like you had to learn to just go home. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. To learn, I had to learn to not give. Yeah. I had to learn to be in good conversation with people. Mm -hmm. I had to learn to sit still. Um, there's a really, really great thing that I've, I think I've told you before, and I've, I've told my students one time in class. I can literally bring my body to, bring my body to stillness yeah. and feel my energy. Yeah. I can then also feel it begin to to elevate. Yeah. If I sit quietly enough, motionless. Right. I can literally feel the energy in my body active, and in my continued stillness. Regenerating. Mm. Yeah, I've had that moment too. It's almost like 
that shift from sympathetic to parasympathetic, mm -hmm. like you kind of feel like this restoration process, mm -hmm. like this charging up. But it takes a level of consciousness to do that though. Yeah. Because right. anybody can sit still. Right, right. But anybody can't sit still and then be the observer of their own energy. Well, we were just talking like a few minutes ago too about this almost like an active rest, like having things to do, having tasks that mm -hmm. you need to complete throughout mm -hmm. the day, but in a, almost in an effort to not be so depleted, right. be at rest or in a state of rest mm -hmm. while you're actively doing something, which is like this very, to me, it feels very like, um, you have to make a very conscious decision to be in that kind of state. And honestly, I'm getting there. Yeah. I am getting there. Mm -hmm. You saying that just now, I thought that same, that same idea, not, not one day ago, mm -hmm. that I could find a way, I'm finding a way rather, to be still engaging actively on purpose with the world, with people and connections, mm -hmm. but also still maintain a level of rest in the process. Yeah. Well, and it makes me think too, like, if you are someone really like living in your purpose, sourced up by the source of, you know, all creation, the things you do should not feel that depleting, in my opinion. And I fully agree, but I have to say this. And I think I, I, think I told, you, told you before in the past. That's fully accurate. And it may, in fact, be a reality for some people. Yeah. Those, those who knew crystallization, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't negate or escape that we are in physical bodies. Right. And the body itself is designed to cycle yeah. and regenerate. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are conscious, energetic beings mm -hmm. in bodies. Mm -hmm. And these bodies must reset. Mm -hmm. right. They must. If they didn't, they wouldn't be human bodies. Right. There wouldn't be an input through mouth and through eyes, right. an output through anus and through mouth again. Yeah, fair enough. That's gotta happen. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta happen. That's the template. It's, it's, it's a template. Yeah. It's a template. Yeah. But there's a way, I think, to use that template most efficiently mm -hmm. yeah and I, i'm resonating with what you're saying a lot too as my schedule becomes busier especially mm -hmm. this month and it's like for me it almost feels like the pressure i put on myself for like perfection is the thing that is like exhausting me that's that's the mindset i have sometimes when i'm trying to engage with like my task or my to-do list it's like i'm trying to carry out this activity in a way that's actually not aligned with who I who I really am. Like I'm not a perfect being, yet I'm trying to complete all these tasks in a way that will result in perfection. Mm -hmm. And that's like depleting me energetically. Mm -hmm. But if I had a mindset of just like trusting what is that like, okay, I'm in something that's like been divinely orchestrated for me in this moment. I trust that I'm just on the ride, I'm in the flow of it all then there would be no reason for me to be depleted. And that only your action can take you forward. Yeah. Fair. Only action, thought, thought, thought takes you nowhere. That is so true. Takes you no fucking where. Mm -hmm. You can think happily, think joyfully, think progressively, but that thought remains a thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Until you choose to move. Mm -hmm. Whether it be a thought inspired by what you see, Yeah. Or what you think or you feel yeah. until the thought becomes action you're stuck in your head yeah well and it goes back to like presence if i'm truly present with something i'm really not thinking that much mm -hmm. like i'm engaged with it maybe thoughts come but i'm not like having to like force 
myself. I remember I remember I heard Sadhguru say in a, in a, in a talk he did, he did one time a couple months ago. He often will go days without thinking. How? Like what kind of life? <laughs> He's literally living in response Ooh. to life. Wow. Not reacting. Not just, deciding, just in flow. not choosing. Yeah. Something happens and he responds. Yeah. Something is said and he responds. He sees, he responds. He feels, he responds. There is no thought. There is just presence. There is we and it. There is us happening live in the moment forward. You know how he's able to do that? Because Sadhguru probably has a team of people handling all his logistics, his right. planning. Well, you, you, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. You are not. I would wrong. love to be in this position. <laughs> I pay. Make that shit real, Shalisa. Yeah. I will pay this oh, whole God. team of people so that I can be like present. They can do the thinking and the, the calculating of the accounting and the logistics and <laughs> planning who's coming to what event. Fine. You're right. I'm, I, I'm ready to be at that level of Sagu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Who wants, who wants, who wants to get me there? Yeah. Who's looking to get hired? No, nah, you're right, though. <laughs> you're right, though. You're right, though, because as, as I think about that now, um, after, after our conversation, we talk about some high shit. Yeah. And we're up in the air. Ideal, ideals and vision things. Right. Once we're done, I'm back to, okay... Tomorrow's class. Yeah. Tomorrow's meal. Mm-hmm. Car. My body. Mm-hmm. Things that have to be communicated with someone else mm-hmm. and moved forward in some kind of way. Yeah. And many of those things can't be done only by me. Yeah. Right. Yes, I can engage with life in front of me on my own, but to impact beyond me must take things beyond me. Yes. And that is such a good a good way to like segue into something else because one of the things I noticed when I started getting more into the practice of like earth reverence and just like being in nature, not just like taking a walk in nature, but really like feeling nature, listening to the voice of nature, noticing the patterns and things of nature, was that I had no anxiety whatsoever when I'm outside with trees and all this stuff. The only time I was actually anxious was when I was on a device, when I was inside of a building. And then I had this thought that like, we've been told that we quote unquote, have anxiety. That like we possess the anxiety. No, we're just put in anxiety inducing situations. But when we're separate from that, we're healed from it. So it's just like, to me, it's like we're almost in, there's like this tug of war where like, People like us who work in like the spiritual or wellness space or whatever, we're preaching these things, but to me it almost feels like we can't truly embody them 100% of the time until society changes in a way that will support all the- How this living- Yeah, yeah, because we're we're forced into situations that induce anxiety or depression or whatever it is. Or that require the effort to come back from it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's kind of like the importance of our work is like we know that people work these nine to five jobs, they hate, they create all this like dis-ease in the body or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we have the space that's like healing. But mm-hmm. as it stands right now in the current structure, it's the tug of war. Like they go into the hell and they have to come into the heaven with us. Mm-hmm. This is constant back and forth. But what's so exciting to me is that we're going, I think we're getting closer we to are. this 
this world where like we absolutely are. we're gonna be able to support through infrastructure more of the, the wellness space or the spiritual space. The wellness space won't be separate. Yeah, it'll be just the way of life. Yeah. But there's a lot of like just structural work that has to happen for us. To, restructuring. Yeah, restructuring, reimagining, redesigning that has to happen for that reality to A lot of those cities a lot of the cities that are eco cities. Mm-hmm. And that's the wrong, the wrong name for what I know. Eco villages. E- e- eco villages, but cities that, that 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 create within nature. Yeah, yeah. Um, alongside nature, mm-hmm. and with natural, um, with, na- with 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 natural flow in the design. Mm-hmm. The feng shui, the yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's mm-hmm. like nature is the foundation of everything they do. And the and the and the design. So, for instance, a a a a a a a a, a, a building designed like a mountain, uh-huh. or building designed like a tree. The, 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 the design of it. Yeah. The inside. The, there may be a river concept. Yeah. There may be where, where the centralization centralization comes from the river, mm-hmm. and then from there goes out, or any other concept or idea that. Whatever we make with our hands to, to exist with mm-hmm. is almost a a mirror replica yeah. of how nature exists yeah. Yeah, naturally. You find the templates in the earth and use that as like the blueprint to, to materialize mm-hmm. something. Yeah, that, I mean that's how all the ancient cultures used to <laughs> mm-hmm. used to operate. It was this collaboration, mm-hmm. this reciprocal with nature, nature with nature instead of like conquering nature, yeah. which is how we're still living right now. Conquering things. Yeah, like I remember when we went to Starbucks that one day and how I was so upset about the, the, the trees, the trees just being cut down from the mountain so they can put up new fast food restaurants. Like there's still so much colonialism and like white supremacist structures going on mm-hmm. that are like violent to the land. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. sickening because like we, everybody knows the people that are cutting the trees down, the contractors, everybody there on site knows you don't have to do this. We have all the resource in the world on this planet to create a new way of being. Like we could build more earth supported structures and, and restaurants and you know, farm to table restaurants and these community gardens if so, we just chose to. So let, 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 let me take you back just, just for a second, for a moment. Because, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of play devil's advocate. Okay. They don't know. Fair enough. Well, so, okay. So, but hang on. <laughs> so, hang on. Okay. <laughs> they don't know. Right. Slash, they're blinded by. Yes. Slash, the intelligence exists. Yes. Slash, rather, and how, what can we do to elevate and inform, to, 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 to provide, because much of what's happening in these situations is there's a need to get something okay. that already exists. Mm-hmm. There's a need to get things faster or easier or through through some newfangled contraption mm-hmm. or newfangled food design, where much of what they can we and I'm, I, I hate to say they, but much of what humanity mm-hmm. can still receive from the planet can be received naturally. Yeah, can be received in ways that don't take from life, yeah. but are in the cycle of life. Right. You well, know. So I would play devil's advocate to back you. to me. <laughs> When we go back to like saying that they don't know or they're blinded, 
I agree. Like, it's not in their conscious awareness. Yes. No. There is an innate no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. You know? Yes, yeah, Lisa. Yes. For they sure. know. Like, deep down, they're cutting they, they, down they, trees, and there's something unconscious that's like, you know, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a, that's a being of life. <laughs> you know that you were meant to communicate with the trees. You know mm. that there's land spirits here. That I are... can't argue with that. <laughs> Yet, capitalism says cut it down because you're getting paid to do that because you're a construction worker on site or whatever it is. And I think what, 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 I, I think we're finding a, I'm gonna find a middle ground with this. Yeah, for sure, because they're on the forefront of their consciousness mm-hmm. is the goal of the building, mm-hmm. right? Their conscious mind, they see the profit of the building. Mm-hmm. Their conscious mind, they see this is this is this is an obstruction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's their conscious idea. Yeah. Whereas others of humanity, other other humans, have in their conscious mind, this is sacred. Yes. And my needs can be met with this. Yes. Right. And not taken from it. Right. Um. And I think, like, you made a point about what do we do about this? Yeah. And I think, like, the way, the whole way I've, like, structured my, like, in-person sound baths Mm -hmm. is to address this issue is that Mm. there is a spiritual disconnection from Mother Earth Mm. that is causing great, we'll just call it great harm to the planet, for Mm. lack of a better way to say it. And by doing these things, like, nature uh focused guided imageries and nature focused guided meditations mm-hmm. and talking about the earth elements just, just using the word earth elements using the words mother earth like the fact that like the natives were so in tune enough with the elements and the celestial bodies to name them mother and father grandmother mm-hmm. moon grandfather son mm-hmm. there's this nurturance like this energy mm-hmm. of like family that they were able and, to identify. And togetherness and connection. Yeah, that this is all one is. And the, without these elements, we are nothing. We can't survive. Like, this, this is our life source, is in this planet. Like, I could do a, a normal sound bath where I'm just like, okay, relax your eyebrows, relax yeah. your, unclench your jaw, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But I choose to incorporate these earth-centered ideas yeah. into it yeah. to address mm-hmm. <laughs> this issue. There has to be like this conscious effort for no matter what your job is, mm-hmm. to be bringing in, um, yeah, these more like indigenous types of ideals of earth reverence. Mm. I think about um, like in California, you couldn't go any to any kind of meeting or anything without there being a land acknowledgement where people would, before the meeting would start, before the expo would start, someone would go up there and say, you know, we are sitting on the indigenous land wow. of these people. We acknowledge the land, the water, chills. the air. Yeah, wow. that's just a thing that's incorporated into the fabric of wow. society. Um, and so that's what I think we need to like be heading toward. It's mm-hmm. just like putting it in front of people's awareness, no matter if it makes sense or not, or if it feels weird or awkward or not, or if it mm-hmm. like has something to do with the thing you're doing or not, just speak it, mm-hmm. be more bold about like how fucked up <laughs> everything is. Just say it, whether it's like it fits the situation or and not. And how awesome life is and nature is. Yeah. Like, yes. why would you not respect nature? That's dumb. Yeah. Why are we still doing that? Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. It's just so stupid. So I. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I would also challenge you. Yeah. To rephrase that statement. Which one? It's so stupid. Why is it not so stupid? Or what would you say to elaborate on that? 
it's so blind. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's so, and not to get too like semantic yeah. per se, but like you just said, our words have power, right? And our, and and they express our perspective, right? And and our and our um, and I, I say the same thing too often as well. So I'm, I'm talking to me too. Yeah. But and our our words speak life right either lowering life or enhancing life mm-hmm. so how can we shift the statement of that's so stupid to there's potential for more or i don't i don't i don't i don't, I don't really yeah know. and like i'm glad you said this because it makes you think deeper about what how we got to this point we're in right now mm-hmm. with like the environmental crisis and things and really yeah it's there's still a part of me that's like it's dumb yeah <laughs> yeah i understand what you're saying yeah and it's more about like power like we got to this place because of this alternative agenda of people who want power mm-hmm. who want to conquer things mm-hmm. who want to conquer people who want mm-hmm. to conquer consciousness mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and they've been so effective and that's where i think with you the blindness comes mm-hmm. in it's like their consciousness has been distorted in mm-hmm. a way where the things that are in plain sight have no effect on like their spirit they have mm. no effect on their heart access to it yeah to their truth like this is yeah. everybody's truth if you're on the planet you're connected to it shit you know yeah like that's everybody's truth that's our common thread and so to be under the spell work <laughs> yeah of the people who are chopping the trees down to put in the windies or whatever like it's so powerful but i don't think it's as powerful as when people awaken, like when you do the work consistently mm-hmm. to have people like awaken to the truth, I, it gives me hope that like things will change for the better at some point. We're just in like, we're in the thick of it right now. We're in the thick. Yeah. We're in the thick. <laughs> this has been good, Shalisa. Yeah. It's been really good. It's going to pop up. Is it your battery? We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're a little over an hour. Already? Already. That felt like 20 minutes. Yeah, it did. Oh my God. Time moving me shit when you when you when you in the ethereal room. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us today Thank for you. a lively talk about energy, um, the earth, the environmental crisis, yeah. the consciousness of the environmental crisis, mm-hmm. how we how, how we relate with the process of earth. Yeah, the natural cycles of earth, and many other things that we've. So many things. So many things. This was. A good, I believe this might be our first podcast, our first episode, episode number one. Maybe we'll see. I think that it, I think that it is. Um, so tune in, check in um, to to hear more episodes. We may be having on guests. We may have a more focused topic next time. Whatever the whatever the theme is, you know that you're gonna get some good, high conversation. Yes. Elevating conversation that awakens the minds. Yes. Unblinds minds. And encourages, encourages, and encourages truth to yes. be lived. Beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Is that good? Yeah. I think it's pretty good too. Okay. Be well, y'all. Bye. Peace.